podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town. Scott's making a list, Grant's checking it twice, they're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Basketball's coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. The boys are back, and I think this is our most anticipated recurring guest. This man has come on with us in July every single month since Bosco's boys became a thing. He is the man that every single K-State fan has the Twitter alerts on. Anytime this man tweets, you're getting a notification about it. I call him the new Mr. Cake State. You might call him the bringer of cats. We all love him. We all know him. He has the purple Jeep and he wears the ugly Christmas sweater K-State hat wherever he goes. The man, the myth, the legend, Taylor Bratt. Taylor, welcome back on. I think this is your fourth or fifth time on the show. We love having you. How are the vibes out there in Manhattan? The vibes are great. I do it for the koozie. You know, that koozie's MVP style everywhere I go from Wichita to Kansas City. You know I get the hives if I leave the state of Kansas. So the only time I leave is uh, for football games. Other than that, I'm here. Uh, and I get to represent, and I'm so proud and blessed to be able to do that and to share uh, how special this place is. I appreciate you having me on. appreciate answering these questions for you. I don't know if I'm Mr. K-State. There already is one, so I'll just be uh, K-State's honorary brat or the brat at K-State. You know, that way everyone pronounces my name right. And it fits. So, uh, no, I'm just glad to be on here, Scott, man. It's uh, summer breaks coming to an end. I think I've still been in almost every day or going to something. I got uh, Wichita Catbacker Monday. This will probably won't be posted till after the event. Was at Kansas City's Catbacker uh, last week uh, for the golf tournament. It's the biggest golf tournament I can remember us having uh, in quite some time up there. Thought it was awesome. Um, just excited to be out and doing what I get to do. It's uh, it's the funnest. Uh, no doubt it's stressful at times, but it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I said the new age, Mr. K-State again, no, no one's ever going to take Ernie's, you know, places. No the doubt. original. All I bow mean, down. Hey, he, he, is, he, he is, is the he, ultimate. He's the best, best handshake in the world. I, I got to shake his hand. I, I've gotten to meet Ernie a couple times. He is worthy of that statue, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if your statue will go up, you know, the complex, but I think you need one, at least an Aggie bill, you know? All that renovation going to Aggieville, get you a statue. As much as, as much uh, rent as I paid down there, I like to call it my rent. I pay my uh, my weekly rent down there. As much as I'm paying rent down there, I there might be something up there one of these days. But uh, you talk about even having my name next to Ernie's or even uh, Pat Bosco. I mean, you talk about 
people who care about K-State and realize that it's a bigger picture and a bigger thing. And the most important thing is the university and the direction of where we need to go and what we need to do. Those guys understood it. And uh, that's the best part about being a part of a program in a place that uh, it's about the people and it takes people that care to make it work. No, that, that is for sure. And this is something I want to touch on before we talk about anything football related. You went to the Kansas City Catbacker Golf Event. You're going to go to Wichita. You were part of the Catbacker Tour going and making some of these stops. When's the last time you've seen this sort of atmosphere and energy around K-State? Because, you know, the everyone is excited for this football season. There's an excitement around Jerome Tang. President Linton is bringing some energy over on the academic university side. You got world-class and like all-time players with the volleyball and women's basketball team as well. I mean, everywhere you go in the state on this tour, it seems like you're breaking records on attendance. Everyone's going crazy. What was this summer like going on that tour? And again, you still have one more stop in Wichita for the golf tournament. I, I mean, it was so exciting. I mean, and again, that's what, that's what makes it so great and so special is the following and the belief in us, uh, the belief in the program, the belief in the school. And right now we're heading that direction. And if we can keep building it, stacking it, and I know that, you know, a lot of coaches and Coach Kleiman always says it day by day, you know, um, it's a chance to get better. Well, each event was a new event to go attack, to go shake hands, to go meet people, uh, to be around, to sell the brand. Um, you never know who you're going to impact. That's why you go, why I go to every event and try to push people to go to events. You don't know whose mind you're going to make up or who's going to want to come to K-State because they met you or something like that. And, um, being at those events this summer was awesome. Um, I thought it really started off huge with Wabash in Kansas City this year. It was the first year I was able to go. Uh, that was an amazing event. I think me and my wife were literally the first people on the dance floor. Uh, we won't say why or for what reason, uh, but it was an awesome, awesome time. Uh, so glad. I already told Amy Butlerins I will be back. I want to be the first one on the list uh, to be back next year. But, um, again, it was – any of these K-State events were just – uh, just a great time to do. I need to find me a girlfriend so I can go to, you know, Wabash, Kansas city and try to outdance you and your wife. I don't know if Let we me can see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I now regret that. Cause you know, this is, we, we don't, we don't put the video up on YouTube or anything, but Taylor was winking at me. So either <laughs> uh, something great is about to happen or something bad's about to happen. Uh, so we, we can't talk about any, any prospects that aren't signed. I know there's so much excitement for the guys that have verbaled, especially because there is such a strong in-state, uh, flavor to that. We, we won't talk about that. You know, I, I might have to bug you and say, Hey, I, I know you do this thing with K man. And I know, you know, Derek young and John Kurtz and Cole Menbeck over at K state, you know, or Kansas city sports net. I know everyone's going to want you on early signing day in December, I might have to try to pull rank so I can talk about all these exciting guys, but let's flip back to last December in this most recent recruiting class. Um, I had on, you know, one of, one of your buddies, Chuck Lilly on a couple of weeks ago, and he really was ranting and raving about a couple of those guys. Let's go back to it though. And who, who is maybe like one name that maybe didn't get the pub you know on rivals on 247 amongst the fan base that is going to surprise some folks early on in his k-state career man i mean is it are we just talking about the 22 class or which sorry yeah, yeah well, we can do 22 class and then I'll, I'll ask kind of maybe about some of those 21 kids who are going to get their first chance to really you know uh, going through summer conditioning and workouts and uh, the things that we've done so far this summer obviously they haven't played football yet but some of the uh 
guys that really stood out to me, Toby Amasami has been a, I mean, he is impressive. He's already running 22 plus miles per hour. Uh, he's doing some really good things. All three of the offensive tackles, uh, Clem, Pastore, uh, and Beckwith. Beckwith looks unbelievable. I mean, he is, his body's already transformed. Um, Uso's come out and done some really good things to um, Parrish. I think he's going to be a pretty special player. Uh, Jordan Wright, the, the Juco, Cali Juco kid who had Florida State and all that stuff. You talk about a leader. Wow. I mean, he's already stepped up and done things and stepped into a role that takes years to guys for guys to get to. Uh, Will Honus has done a really good job to Josh Hayes. Um, and I'm just excited for the direction. This 22 class, you know, a lot of length. Probably the when we got them all here this summer, really got a chance to see how long and lean they all were. None with really bad weight. All of them already uh, running. I think we had, I want to say, and I could be, this is a minimum, I think, at least five guys already running 22 miles an hour. Five. And I know, I think one was uh, BJ Payne, uh, Parrish, Toby, and then we had, two walk-ons, and I'm sure there's more than that. That's just the high school guys I'm thinking off the top of my head. I just was standing over there that at that time that those guys were going, going, geez, they're already running like that. So, uh, I mean, it's just – that's the direction you want to be in because speed is the name of the game, and in our conference, it's what it takes. You got to have – you got to be able to be run, and you got to be a hard worker. I mean, you got to be someone that will put up with the heat. You know, I mean, we're outside working. We're not in an indoor. We're outside taking the heat, you know, let's go. It's time to buckle up. You don't get control of the weather here. And I think that's kind of the beauty of it. You know, uh, I've always said Kansas is kind of special because the heat will make you appreciate the cold and the cold will make you appreciate the, the hotness, right? So either you'll adapt to it and get used to it or, or you won't, you'll be gone. So um, that's just where it's at. And I, I couldn't be more excited for the 22 class. Coach True was even talking about the other day. Uh, I'm really fired up about Andrew Line Gang. And some of those guys, um, she, she's like 305 right now and looks like he's 260. If I shared a picture, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. And he's he's weighs that much. He carries it so well. And he's so athletic, it's it's ridiculous. So I'm excited for the direction that we're going. And I know with 23 adding and doing what we're doing right now, especially in state, has meant a, a ton to me, just personally being from here. But in recruiting, just like with the team, I mean, it takes everybody uh, from your strength staff, to your medical staff, to your academic, to your head coach, to your position coaches. Everybody has to be on the same page. Uh, me and Coach Kleiman went and spoke at the freshman orientation. The first thing I said to him was, I'm here to speak to you, but let me tell you, you're who I sell. I mean, I sell the student body. I sell the community. I sell the, the student section. I said, so if you want this place to be special, then you got to make it special. Be in the student section of every game. Be in their front and center. Uh, celebrate enjoy it uh, take it all in be a part of it it's a family if you make it a family uh so some of those things and we're just i'm fired up man as you can tell so it's it's we're going we're, we're moving in the right direction and uh everybody's on board one thing about that 2022 class and i would love to get your perspective on this because again your dad is a coaching legend in the JUCO ranks, rank, ranks especially, excuse me, kind of tripping over my words there. Um, we saw not only at K-State, but across all of college football, almost a renaissance in JUCO recruiting this past spring. What, what can you say about kind of the evolution of 
how JUCOs have been recruited since the transfer portal became such a big deal, no sitting out. And why was it that either it wasn't just you, but all of college football really went back uh, to the JUCOs this spring more than they have the last few years? You know, because there's good players there. I mean, there's really good players there. And there's guys that you don't know their story. You know, some of them are qualifiers. You just don't know it. Some of them are uh, there because they were under-recruited and were from a small high school. Some might have gone through a senior year injury. Some are there for issues. Uh, and, and you got to figure if you want to take a second chance or swing the bat at them. Um, but there's really good players in your college. And I think everybody's waiting on the portal first. And we try to be one of the first teams to move in on some of the JUCO stuff. But, again, it's about finding the right fit. It doesn't matter. High school JUCO transfer, they got to be the right guy, the right fit. Um, and, yeah, we're not perfect. We're, we're going to make mistakes, too, and just like everybody does. But you just got to make sure you make enough deals so you don't make, make up for all your mistakes. So, uh, I don't know. The JUCO world's a different one. I feel bad because there's good players, but we're going to try to recruit them. Um, again, we're going to try to recruit inside the state, but you know that that's priority one for me. Um, and I think for Coach Klein and our staff, uh, they understand, with, especially with this uh, transfer portal, what I think it is, 85 kids now are free agents every single year. So we we're, we really try to iterate the most important recruits to recruit you have on the staff or on the team right now. Like we can focus ahead and ahead and ahead, but we got to make sure that we're keeping kids here. We're doing all those things to keep people, I wouldn't say somewhat, I'd say happy, but, you know, also pressured on them. You know, we guys need to, we want guys who want to be pushed, but, um, you know, 85 free agents every year. So the most important kid is the kid who's out downstairs right now, literally right below me lifting right now. Is a kid down there lifting right now who's the most important recruit we have here. Um, so keeping those guys and then just trying to find the holes with the transfers and the JUCOs, uh, not trying to over-recruit certain positions, uh, you know, still developing. Uh, I think that's some of the fun stuff is developing and finding a kid and developing him into a player. Um, I wish some of the recruiting services – could go back and reevaluate Deuce and Felix and let's see, maybe they are four or five star guys, you know, but coming out, they were two, two and a half stars and, you know, people were slamming how we're recruiting, but it, it's obviously worked out and we hope it continues too. Yeah. You know, Felix uh, and Udike Uzama going from a two-star guy who maybe was going to go to North Dakota state, maybe wasn't going to play football at all is now the defensive preseason player of the year. How special was it to see the season he had last year and now the recognition he is getting from the Big 12 media? Yeah, it's crazy to think he was just going to go to school up Missouri or his other offer was North Dakota State. And uh, now he's here tearing it up, tearing it up. So I hope he can build on last year. I think we've all – I think Case – I'm not going to say anything, but I know Dean's in the past that had a great year. The next year is kind of a struggle, and we know names, and obviously we do because we've been here for so long. But I think he's continued to work and continued to get better, to get better, uh, his weight with everything. I mean, I think everybody on the internet saw his picture of him and Connor Riley when he was coming out of high school. You know, we just knew he had big shoulders, big hands, and was and we're hoping he was going to grow and had to work that thick. That he kept coming back for more. He wanted this offer. Um, so, I mean, I think sky's the limit for him and some of the other guys, but I'm excited for Felix. Circling back uh, with the new NCAA rule, you mentioned 85 free agents every year. What does that do to you guys trying to plan for everything? Again, you know, you thought it was only a one-time transfer, but then we saw the NCAA, hey, they were granting waivers left and right. So 
how do how do you guys you know account for that when you're trying to say okay we have you know these many scholarships you know or is it just you know hey if a guy leaves we just have to reshuffle the board it's just there's no perfect plan you know there's going to be a hiccup along the way with everything it's just kind of like recruiting recruiting in general right like everything's going perfect to recruit and let's say his flight gets canceled or delays or let's say something else happens i mean every obstacle is gonna we're going to take on because we can't plan ahead i mean it's hard to i mean you try your best to plan ahead and uh, this is what you got coming back this is what we need this is what we need at the high school level so we can replace this in two years or whatnot but there's no perfect pudding because you don't know at the end of the year what's going to happen and i think coach Kleiman really hit the hit it on the head with you know our guys need to stay back more than sometimes travel on the road because we need to make sure in-house stuff is taken care of first or take care of that before you go out. Um, but yeah, it's wild. Recruiting's wild. I mean, you guys need to watch the roller coaster. If, if, if the fans think they have the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows, well, try sitting there knowing and knowing that you've done everything you can and more uh, and still going through the bumps. But I mean, it's as fun as it is, it is stressful. But at least being on this side of it and, and uh, knowing that you did everything you could or, or you pushed, pushed, pushed coaches and other people to do all they can too, it's a great – I mean, you know, it's a great feeling knowing that you're giving it all you got. Definitely. And I, and I do think uh, K-State fans uh, have come around and really started to realize the type of effort that you guys put in, seeing the pictures and getting the behind-the-scenes of the visits that these guys take. And you hear the stories over at K-State Online and other publications about, you know, the depth and all all that goes into the official visits uh, as a whole as well. So I want to give you guys credit. And I, I want to ask about two guys specifically. You know, you have Thad Ward, Ward and Brian LePac joining the staff. What sort of energy have they brought as recruiters since they became official back in January? I mean, they've been terrific. Thad, um, he literally doesn't leave a guy's hip when he's visiting. I mean, literally does not. If there's a kid of his on campus, he is with him uh, every step along the way. I mean, he is their ride. He is their tour. He is everywhere. And it's so impressive to me, but that's how he coaches too. I mean, he is – the relationship he's already established with some of these guys has been terrific, and he's done a really good job of it. Um, I mean, it's – it's been awesome to be in around him and the coach LePac just an awesome young guy um, who's super smart. He's smart, smart. He can sing. I don't know if you know, heard about that, but he's like a karaoke champ, uh, well, which shit. is kind of a I fun mean, fact. He I, sings I, like I, opera stuff at weddings and stuff. Like uh, oh what is that deal on uh, Step Brothers? that song, the what should we call it song? I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Step Brothers in a few years, but he's like continuing. Every time I talk to someone who knows Brian, he just becomes the most interesting guy in football. You know, again, he passes the bar. He does, he's man. like, he's fuck that. I don't want to be a lawyer. It. I want to be a football coach. You know, he's he out there, you know, snapping pictures at quick trip, getting mentioned <laughs> on bar stool. Pardon my take. He's the football guy of the week. He sings at weddings. He's a karaoke guy. I mean, I, I need to, I need to get in the ear of Ryan Lackey and be like, give me, give me Brian, give me Brian on a no show. Doubt. I, I need to get Have him sing for you, man. That's what you need. You need to get him on here and sing. He, he sung at the entire staff Christmas party and it stopped everybody. Shit, I mean, that's man. how it was. It was like, wow. I, but uh, I, no, Brian, I better, I, better, I better send that email because again, you, you guys got uh, some recruiting next week and then fall camp. So I might be out of luck until uh, next off season. Well, we might be able to sneak in, sneak him in real quick, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll you talk know, to it, Ryan. 
yeah, there you go. The pack's awesome. You know, we really do have a great staff, and everybody has worked so hard and keeps doing it. Um, I mean, I guess you can probably tell with the 23 class and the 22 class, all the coaches that step up. And, again, it takes everybody. It's, it's a team deal. Uh, and it's every single person from equipment to photos with Emily Starkey, who just left. She did an unbelievable job for us. Um, social media, uh, graphics. Um, I mean, it's, it's such a group deal and recruiting it's, and it's not easy because every single kid is wants and needs are completely different. Right. Um, one kid might be interested in this. Another kid might be interested in that, or, Hey, this is what I like to do. This is what I, this is what it's going to take to get me here. Uh, so every kid's means or needs are completely different, just like when they're here as a player. Everybody's personality is different. So trying to figure out an exact plan for a kid is tough. Um, I think always just showing them that you absolutely care about them and are willing to be and do whatever you can for them while they're here. And they understand that you love them and care about them is the biggest thing that you can do, I think, in recruiting. Definitely. The, the other thing in recruiting that has really taken off like wildfire is NIL. And I, I know – you guys can't specifically use NIL as an inducement, but you, you see some of these collectives at K-State. You see, you know, some of the stuff, again, we, we don't have the exact numbers, but you see Aoka Lee on women's basketball getting national deals. You see Deuce Vaughn all over the place. I think the players are launching their own Manhattan Club uh, NIL. Um, again, I, I know you can't, you know, use as an inducement, but how how impressed are you of, the business community and folks around K-State to be able to step up and be able to have these collectives so they can fight with some of these other schools. So when the athlete is on campus, once they are a K-State athlete, they're able to maximize on their NIL. Man, (laughs) NIL is a wild world. I do love the support. There's so many people on board. There's so many things uh, in movement and going on with NIL. Um, so I'm just going to step away from that one because that one's a big one. It's a yeah, wild yeah. one. It's and like the wild, wild west, man. I probably should have just shooter on my. One. You just pulled me one right behind. I was able to turn around. You know, you just got one right in my back right now. But uh, that, no, it's that's my fault. It's I'm awesome sorry. seeing the support. It's awesome seeing the support. It's awesome seeing kids that have put in work um, and have done it the right way, getting taken care of. I think it is important. I think uh, the extra is needed. Um, it costs more. I mean, look what it costs right now to drive around. Uh, just, just to live life. I mean, if you don't have a family that can't help you with a phone bill or your insurance or car stuff, I mean, you kind of need some of this extra stuff. And I know that there's, there's pay grant, there's all that stuff, your scholarship check, but if you've worked your butt off to get it and your name and your brand has done it, uh, there's nothing wrong with collecting more. Um, I mean, that's what everybody's really striving to do. I mean, I watched Dalton Reiser build a heck of a brand while he was here. And now I watch him for the Broncos and his brand and what he's done and what he continues to do. I mean, and it's not out of not being selfish or anything. I mean, he gives so much back, but it's just watching a guy who's created his brand. And that's who he, I mean, I shouldn't say it's his brand. That's who he is. And, but he gets paid for being who he is a great person. Someone that stands up for other people in the community of those things. So NIL is a good thing as of now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, a couple more things before I let you get back on your day. I, again, I always appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Um, with this upcoming season, there is all this uh, excitement from fans. You know, the, the Big 12 preseason list, more K-State Wildcats than any other school. 
how did the guys kind of stay level and not kind of let some of that go to their head? You know, ESPN, some of folks calling them, you know, dark horses, but then at the same time, they're picked fifth or sixth. So how, how does the team balance that out as motivation, not getting ahead of themselves, but also not reading your own press clippings? You know, I thought our guys did a great job at Big Media Day. Um, everybody that's on that represented and spoke well and talked about it's a team thing and it's each day and every day. Don't look ahead. Stay focused on the now. Um, and I don't know how much our guys really pay attention to that stuff. You know, if they did, they would be on Twitter every day, and we don't want them guys to be on Twitter. I feel like Twitter kind of comes to an end once your uh, recruiting does once you get here. Uh, you know, there's so much negativity out there and all that stuff. I don't know how much they pay attention to even the positive. Because, I mean, even if that gets to you, it could become a negative, right? If you read too much about yourself, it'll turn on you. You'll, you'll become selfish and all those things. So uh, I think our guys have done a good job from what I've been around. They're just hungry for what's next and to stay motivated each day for the opportunity that's in front of them. But they understand, like right now, we're in the summer grind. Uh, they got to take care of their business right now. And then once fall camp gets here, they got to step into that uh, phase of it. There's all these different phases in football. So that'll become the next one. It can't be about what my preseason look is or what we are. It's got to be, hey, because even if we're preseason's picked, now the pressure's on if you are. I mean, it just kind of depends what kind of kid you are and how you look at it. All right. We're going to end with some of the patented Bosco's boys wacky questions. Uh, the first one is going to be, how tired are you being asked questions about white helmets, white pants, and the uh, Script Cats logo? I don't get tired of it. Hey, we're talking about K-State. I'll talk about it all day. And if it's about helmets and jerseys, I think it's hilarious when all the recruits come in and they put on all their all their white, all white, and the guys see me in the locker room. Like, oh, da, da, da. They're giving me heck about it, our players. Um, I do love the white and purple. I think it looks super clean. I love the all white. Uh, I think Mike Stanley does some heck of a job on Twitter. Either he's the ultimate troller with making all of our kids think that we might have a new jersey or he really does some good stuff. No, but he does great. Uh, he does a heck of a job with some of those designs and uh, some of those things. And it's fun, right? It's all fun. Make it, you can make it as fun as you can want, or you can complain as much as you want. I'm not much for complaining. So I, it's fun just seeing it and being around it and uh, even liking it or retweeting it just to fire people up. So uh, I do like the looks we have. I do like our classic look. I think it's great. I do like some of the throwback stuff. I think that's, um, that's something important, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember what the saying is, but it's, but it, the, you got to respect the past to take care of the present, to build the future. Right. So there's a lot of things in the past that are even back in the 70s, 60s, and not, especially the nineties, but there's, there's a lot of things that have to come with the past. We can't just remember one thing, um, but that helps us with the present and that's going to help us build us in the future. So uh, the Jersey stuff's fun. All right, well, then, then since you don't hate it, are we going to see the white helmets or white pants this year? I don't have no control over it, you know. I mean, that's kind of out of my hands. That's kind of out of my hands. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if we will or not. You know, that will come. It's way above me, which I'm glad it is. Um, I don't want any say or doing that. Uh, but I, I nothing would shock me. I'll put it like that. Nothing would shock me. But I never – I kids like putting it on, but no one ever asks about it. Like oh, recruits yeah. will ever say, how many times do we get to wear this jersey or anything like that? And our oh. guys never really bring it up. Again, I mean, it's let's get out and play. No, I, for for sure. That that's more of uh, for all the fans that 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 love to talk about it. Um, the the next question is is 
what is the best like photo shoot that that you've seen so far? You know, we, we've seen the Zubas coming in. We've seen the letter jackets coming in. We're seeing some stuff in Aggieville. We're seeing stuff at the alumni center getting real creative. So what is like the best when, when you're, when you see a recruit posting the pictures, what, what is your favorite kind of either look, you know, the, the fit or the location? for My something? favorite look is the letter jacket on, but with football pants on. Like you just got none of the game, like you would in high school, right? It kind of makes you get to that high school feel like you're walking off the field. You got your shoulder pads in your helmet, you got your pants on and you got your letter jacket on. I think that's probably my favorite look of all of them because I think the letter jacket's so special because you lettered, you are a player, you, you've um, demonstrated that you can play at this level, you've given to your team, you've, you've done those things to receive that letter. So to me, that's probably the coolest thing is the letter jacket. I think it, Zubez's are cool. I mean, I wore Zubez when I had my son. I had worn him at the hospital and I posted my picture. I had purple Zubez's then. Uh, the Zubez are cool. The kids love them. But I think the letter jacket look is, uh, uh, even if it was letter jacket and slacks or letter jacket and jeans, I just think the letter jacket on the field with a helmet in the hand, some of you would do as a senior year photo or something. I just think that's kind of a throwback for some of us guys who thought getting your letter jacket in high school was a special event. And it, and it should be. And our guys should carry that way, just like wearing a K-State classroom. Uh, I think that's important. I think that's special. And uh, it's kind of a, I wouldn't say uh, it's kind of something that you should hold dear to you and keep close to you because it's something you can have forever and you explain to your kids and something, but those, the letter jacket's really cool. And again, shout out to K-State. Those are sharp letter jackets. So very sharp, very sharp. Uh, Next one. If you were going to have to, uh, you know, pick one guy on this current squad to compete in a strong man competition. So just brute strength. Who are you nominating? Man, I keep hearing Michael Caprio is the strongest kid on the team. Everybody keeps talking about how he's the dude. Um, I tell you, he's so strong, pound for pound. Cody Suffelbean's a kid who's just so strong. Uh, I'm not taking Chuck Lilly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shout out to I Chuck. No, I'd have Shout to look at the Chuck. roster. I got. I'd have to look at the roster to really pin a guy down. I don't really have one on top of my head. I would love to see – now, if you want to talk about speed, I'd love to see a race between Parrish, Echo, uh, Jordan Wright, and uh, – shoot, I might even throw Toby in there. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, so I'm sure somebody will be fired up about me if they listen to this and they don't – I didn't mention them, but I'm sure there's one or two guys I'm missing on there. But I'd love to see a race between at least those three. I think Parrish and his uh, brothers – he's got twin brothers that are younger than him. I think they single-handedly won state for Olathe North last year. The three brothers placed in every event, and I think in the top three of every event, and uh, Olathe North won state, I think, just because of those three boys. But uh, I don't know who's strongest. I'd have to look at a deal and probably guess. I, I go down the weight as much as I can, but I don't, I'm not down there enough. I know Daniel Green's had a heck of a, a summer. Um, you know, he's doing it. He's fired up, man. He, he is, you know, and – He's been he's handled every bit of adversity since he's been here, from injuries to coaching change to uh, being far away from home, all the stuff. You know, he's so I'm excited for his last go this year at it. And I, I don't know, man. He got me under strong guys, man. Well, well the fast guys, 
fast guys always get all the love. So I was like, all right, I, I want I want to ask about the strong guys. Well, this is this is what I this is what I got. So we were holding camp, and and the uh, the boneheads were like this. So we were at camp, and I forgot which one it was. I think it was maybe the last one in June. We had our biggest amount of kids. I think three hundred kids, and of course, uh, Ryan Wallace and Derek are up in the stands. And I told him we should have a board drill with them or an Oklahoma drill with those two guys against each other. I thought that would be now let now that's something we should talk about. You know what? I, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. If you put, if you put like, you know, the folks covering recruiting through the whole circuit and it ends with an Oklahoma drill, Ryan and Derek going head to head, that would be a lot of fun. That'd be, that'd be some good entertainment. I, I don't know what they would do to social media besides break it, but you know, we can, we can, that would be, uh, I kept teasing them. I said, I got pads inside guys. Let's get it on. Let's go. Uh, I couldn't get any takers. Oh, so, man. Uh, well, but I, it was, I, it, it was fun. It was fun antagonizing them both. So I'm, I'm glad they played along with me though. I was appreciative of it, but uh, you know, that, that was funny. So you talk about strong guys, let's put those two guys in there and then we can get uh, you and Grant to go head to head too. <laughs> well, well, Grant, I, I, if it's Oklahoma drill, I, 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 Grant's a dad. I don't, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to kill him. Uh, but, but th that would be great. Uh, here's a better one. Who, who, if you're doing a, like a 200 yard relay race, so 50 goal line to 50, 50 to goal line and back with four dudes on defense versus four dudes on offense, who's winning defense or offense. Man. Gosh, it's tough. I'd have to look at the roster. Because it's going to be – I mean, the track stars are on the defense. If, if you're going back to high are, school, that's where the track stars are. You can't sleep on, like, Malik and Sterling and some of those guys. But I know you got, like, V.J. Payne, who was, like, first-team All-State hurdles in Georgia or however he finished. I know it was way up there. They got Parrish. Um, gosh, that's tough. I mean, Echo was a speed demon in, in oh, his own right. Oh, jeez. Echo can run for days. That's, I mean, that's a tough one. That's a, uh, maybe, maybe you should put together a team and I'll bring it up for uh, sometime when we do condition. Hey, we need to do a relay. I don't know though. That's doing that many yards, man. That's always worry about a hamstring or something. That's true. Let, let, let's, let's keep them all healthy because it's going to be a, it's going to be a big That's season. right, man. The healthy team, the healthy team's a winning team. So exactly. Stay as healthy as possible. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that to Twitter debates. Uh, we'll leave that to Twitter <laughs> debates. All right. And then final question before I, I, I let you address the boneheads. If you were going to do a uh, nationwide road trip, I know you don't like getting out of the state of Kansas, but driving from San Diego to Maine, I know you don't like to, it's a hypothetical or here, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do this from liberal Kansas up to Kansas city, down to Pittsburgh, Kansas, zigzagging throughout the state. So you're, you're basically Every single state highway, you have to drive the entire state with someone currently on staff at K-State. can be coach. It can be uh, recruiting. It can be support. Anyone who isn't a player inside Veneer, except for Gene, because I, I, I'm i going to ride with Gene. Gene and I are going to do this road trip, and we're going to race you and somebody. Who are you well, riding I, Well, with? during the Western Swing, it was pretty much me and Coach and Gene in the car the entire time, uh, driving all over to uh, all over Western Kansas because they kind of gave me the car and said, well, you don't need to look anything up. You know how to get there. I said, yeah, you're right. So uh, I don't know. Um, sheesh. That's a tough one. You know, I've, I've known Serby, me and Serby, Al Serby, his equipment manager. We were roommates together for almost five years. Um, a dear friend of mine. 
I love Chuck. I'd rather be drinking beer though with Chuck than probably sitting in a car. I'd probably have to throw him out. Uh, he's a great person to drink beer with. Um, Hank is awesome. Hank cares so much about this place. Uh, Hank's another guy wife, I need to get on. I don't think his wife would allow him to be gone for longer than uh, like two hours though. So that'll have to nix that one. Man, I, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a really tough question. I know I have to get back to you. I don't have an answer for it, but I am glad you changed it because I'm probably not leaving. You know, I just, what was it? Two days ago, we know we're on vacation right now, but vacation's not vacation. You always got to be available. But I went and played three counties in one day. So my goal is to golf in every county in the state. And I'm up to 37 counties so far. So I knocked out three counties the other day, literally golf nine, drove about 40 minutes, no top on the Jeep, loved it, got out, golfed nine, drove another about 40 minutes, golfed one, then drove back. But um, uh, I don't know what that's just something I had to pick somebody for. How about you come on, Scott? You, you play much golf? Uh, no, I, I, I have not swung a club in like maybe 10 years. I need to, though. I need to, I need to get back in the golf game. This is what I'll do. Boneheads, tweet me out a recommendation for, uh, you know, a, a good economic way to build a golf bag, golf set. Uh, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start pra- practicing. And then you and I we can we can hit up next summer some uh, some golf courses across the state. You could have a bonehead golf tournament or something, man. That's what you should have been. See, you should have done a podcast at the KC Golf Tur- Catbackers. I honestly I should have, and, and I love the KC Catbackers. They're awesome. I know some of the folks who work uh, with the KC Catbackers, and, and and shout out to the KC Catbackers. How about them going from what was supposed to be a, an event outside in a park? Bad weather. They work with Sporting KC. They work with Gene Taylor. They work with everyone. Get it inside. And then I saw pictures and I saw estimates because I ended up not getting to go. I heard estimates of like 500 people cramped in there for that. I mean, on that short that's, notice, that's it might awesome, have been more. And same with Wichita because I went down to the Wichita one. I wasn't able to make it over to Kansas City. So I drove down and back for Wichita for that one. The same thing. They had to get it all moved inside and we had the whole place packed. So but it's just cool being around Case Staters. That's why, I mean, you do your podcast there. You get a chance to maybe talk to some, uh, you know, it's cool seeing Ted Sims in Kansas City, a former player linebacker. He was at the golf outing, uh, some of those guys. Um, but, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But I, if I got to recommend, you got to go TaylorMade. I mean, TaylorMade, Taylor that's – It has to be. has to you be. You got to go TaylorMade. And if you need a set, I mean, I, I might be able to help you out. Okay, well, so, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. You're, not, you're not like a lefty or anything crazy, no, no, are you? No, no, no. Okay. I'm not a lefty. I'm not a lefty. All right, Um. Well, final – Final. oh, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. What? I was going to no, say, final good. thing before I let you address the boneheads, Chuck Lilly came on earlier in the offseason. What would you grade his first podcast appearance? How would you grade him? Man, I was giving him trouble, man. He sucked. No, I'm joking. He did a good job. He did a good job. He did a good job. Chuck does a terrific, terrific job, and I'm glad that he is here. Uh, he's helped us. Uh, he's pushed us. He's he's challenged us. Uh, there were things that were doing at Clemson and we weren't doing here, but for multiple reasons. And we're we're trying to pick up and start doing those things. And we're getting more help now. And uh, I'm super blessed to have Chuck and uh, his now belief in uh, Key State and how special it is. He's seen it. Uh, you got to give it a year. I tell me, you got to come here, and give it a year. Once you do, you'll never leave. Yeah. Um, so, I don't want Chuck no, to leave. He's 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 awesome. He does a great job. I did listen to his podcast. I did give him trouble. I told him, I said, dude, you said way too much. Or I said, I think you slipped the cuss word out. And he was all panicking. 
And I was like, yeah, you should have heard these guys like three years ago, man. There was F-bombs everywhere. They're hilarious. So, uh, I mean, didn't you ask like Gene, like what kind of underwear he wears? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I stopped asking everyone what type of underwear they wear. And, and I actually think it stopped when I first got Emily on. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to ask Emily what, what underwear she wears. I'm not going to I'm going to be a little bit more of a gentleman. So we, we stopped asking that one. But we always ask the karaoke one. Uh, we like to ask the food one. Uh, you know, have we ever asked you that if you're in an eating competition for your life, what food would you eat? Dang, eating competition for my life. Holy yeah, life or death against someone your height, your weight. What food are you choosing? Oh, man, that's what, what I mean, what does most people choose? I, I mean, if I had well, to so eat, we, we've I, had uh, I think Brian Anderson, I think Brian Anderson might have said wings. Uh, or maybe that was Chuck. No, Chuck Lilly said wings. I can't remember what B.A. said. Uh, but we get pizza sometimes we get wings. Uh, I think maybe BA was steak. Uh, yeah, I forgot I to ask Curtis Kelly that, but I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah. I'd be like ribs or like, uh, I'll really go throwback. I'd go uh chip beef on toast or shit on a shingle. I could crush that. My mom makes homemade that stuff. Oh my gosh. I'd go through a whole loaf of bread. Um, I don't know. That's, that would have to be probably it. Something like that. I don't, God, I eat it for my life, depending on it. Glizzies. I can put down some glizzies. Um, for those that don't know, those are hot dogs. I found out this year because <laughs> I'd ask because I didn't know. You know, I thought and I was getting be- Joey Chestnut it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it like he could, but I, I would like like brats or hot links. Okay. How, how many it- brats? All right. So if I'm giving you 15 minutes for someone your height, your weight, how many brats are you putting down? At least 10 at least that's good not no, not no like 60 maybe i can't do brats maybe i need to do like ice cream or something well, how I much ice cream some, are you i don't know but i could crush some ice cream i mean that there's like dairy and then brain freeze i mean that might be a tough one what's your favorite ice cream what? i mean is there a pace on it or is it all you can eat for like an hour no i mean it's like you know 20 minutes 15 20 minutes yeah i guess you can't do ice cream damn i can do chocolate chip cookies now okay how many chocolate chip cookies i need you to put a number out there I could easily eat about 30 chocolate chip cookies. All right. There you go. If there's a lady out, them. there's a lady out in Western Kansas uh, and like Colby, her name is Lori Spore. She makes the best chocolate chip cookies known to man. She mails us some up every year. Like I'm talking like freezer bags full boxes of chocolate chip cookies. And I think I literally save a whole pack and eat about 10 of them the first day I get them. So I'll need a shot of insulin for sure. And then I'll, I can probably roll. There you go. There you go. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for taking time out of your day on a Friday. Again, big recruiting week upcoming. This is going to release on a Wednesday. Again, can't talk about any of those guys, but you know, K-State fans, keep your eyes peeled on Wednesday. Make sure you have your tweet, you know, alerts on. You never know when a bring on the cats is going to come. Uh, So Taylor, just talk to the boneheads, talk to the people who send you all those beautiful cat gifts on Twitter. What do you want? I love it. The funnest part is going through those. And I even think our kids and I've had multiple parents comment on it. Like it's so funny watching everybody. So this is the uh, continued support is amazing. And I think that's helping us separate ourselves, build us, uh, do all the things in the directions we need to go. Uh, Please continue to be positive and proactive on social media. I mean, these as sad as it is, we we're all living on it and we're all around it and we can make it what we want it to be. And I'm glad it's really positive towards the cats and uh, our fan base and uh, the belief in the school and in us. And I'm super appreciative of you guys 
I continue to believe in our staff, uh, me, um, and the things that we're doing and wanting to do and continuing to go. Um, we're excited for the season. Um, so come to every game, help buy tickets, come see us, uh, check us out. Uh, DM me, email me, text me, call me. I'll always answer. I'm pretty good at that, that Scott hunt. Just don't get my cell phone. So that way they just have to fight to try to find it. Yeah, but uh, I, I won't put your cell phone number out there. But but again, you, you and I talk on uh, Snap, uh, Twitter, text message. We're all over the place. I, I I'm love a Snapchat machine, man. That's my favorite means of social media. Um, I think it's fun. It's cool. Tip, uh, whatever that means. But uh, it's a good time. So I appreciate you, Scott. As always, man, you you do a heck of a job, man. You're a tremendous person, and uh, you care so much about this special university and continue to continue to do this dude please you you don't have to tell me twice so again thank you to taylor bratt uh boneheads we have now we're in the final week of july we've done one show every single weekday in july once we get to august it will be blitz month where i'm talking to at least someone three times a week three different people every week that cover k-state as we get you ready for this football season as you guys are listening to this that missouri game might already be sold out on november 10th so if you don't have tickets to that get that get that venom in you wear your purple get ready for that the home opener is going to be only about 40 days away from when you guys listen to this actually it might be even less than that so check it out we love you guys if grant was here he'd say meet me at the cat head but since we have taylor on i think we need one big nice go cats and then we're going to call it a day go cats Woo! Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea, onward UK State Wildcats for alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight.
Podcast Network.